Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I have problems with teenagers walking across my lawn, and that is universal. I don't care what religion you are, what you believe or don't believe, don't walk on the damn grass. Yes. Dave and Mahoney. Jesus so walked grumpy. across water, not lawns. <laughs> yes. All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? You guys like Ed Sheeran? Yeah. He's fine, right? What do you mean fine? He's great. He's yeah. a... He's a- Superstar. Very Global talented su- guy. Superstar. I mean, he did ruin Game of Thrones, but that's another story for another he did time. Not. He didn't ruin Game of Thrones. He just happened to be at the, At the wrong season at the wrong time. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> You're like, okay, Ed Sheeran with a ukulele. That's the modern Next day. Next to a Starbucks cup. Yeah, that's the modern day jump the shark. It really was for, for Game of Thrones. But I did not see this coming. Uh, 17 people hospitalized during an Ed Sheeran concert in Pittsburgh over the weekend. You're like, how, how did that happen? Is that even possible? Are people just jamming out so hard acoustically. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's kind of like that almost because there was heat-related issues. Somebody had a seizure. There was two cardiac arrest patients where it's like the music just touched me so much that I had a heart attack. I, I think it was the pit. It was definitely they had like a, a circle. Open up the mother loving pit yeah, right the, now. The circles I'm in of love death. With the shape <laughs> of you. <laughs> <laughs> so a worker inside of the stadium who was tearing down the set went into cardiac arrest. That kind of makes sense. But while leaving the facility, so it's, heat. it's he, all heat related. Well, a paramedic also went into cardiac arrest, being resuscitated after several shocks. Both were brought to the hospital. But I mean, it, it was Did they used his own paddles on them. It was hot, but it was only like eighty-two degrees. I mean, so, that's hot for Pittsburgh. I mean, it is. It is. But humidity, Dave. It, it wasn't out. Door venue with temperatures again 82 degrees, but when you think about you know parts of the country that are getting hit well, with 100, it's 82 outside, but then you add in you know 10,000 people, yeah. the body heat, and there. nobody wanting to pay 16 dollars for a bottle of water. That's true, man. Like, I mean, the, for yeah. real, I think about being you know the concerts are already massively expensive. You're already putting a lot of money down on that, and then going in and just trying to buy booze or beer or whatever. And you're probably honestly. Getting so lit for an Ed Sheeran concert. You're probably so drunk. So drunk. Blackout, yeah. I would assume. Yeah. Going in, already dehydrated. Is it bad that like when the, the venues tell you, hey, you can bring in an unsealed bottle of water because it's going to be that hot, that still at this age, I'm like, I can make that vodka. No. <laughs> I, I can reseal that water bottle. Uh, hey. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my college years still. I mean, we still <laughs> rear its ugly head. <laughs> we may or may not have stuck booze into Tom Segura. Uh, some uh, some good news today as well. It was not a woman in terrible peril. It was just a really annoying bird. Cops responded to a report of a screaming woman over in the UK and were surprised to discover that it was actually just a squawking pet parrot. Oh, that's so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Steve Wood, 54, initially very confused after the cops showed up at his house and the officers explained they uh, received a report of a screaming woman. Uh, when they arrived, it became pretty clear that the sound was just a squawking of one of his, and let me tell you how annoying this guy is, one of his... 22 pet parrots. I had more. That's a hoarder. What do you mean you had more? You didn't have more than we 22. We had more than 22 parrots. What is wrong with you, man? My mom bred exotic birds, man. I know, but that that kind of explains... Paid for my broadcasting school. That's why I'm here today. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, 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 mm-hmm. pa- the parrots who I'm yeah, sure actually still... Paola. They're still alive today. I, I, a good chunk of them probably are. Still squawking I mean, those, those sons of bitches live 50 Do plus loans. years. Do the loans. I just forgive this plan. <laughs> it didn't go through. Dave and Mahoney, Dave and Mahoney. Dave, Dave and Mahoney. 
So, Audrey, I think that you'll like this.、Uh, Mahoney has developed a new rivalry. As we know, he is the world's most paranoid man, and he always thinks that everyone is out to get him. It wasn't that long ago that you thought that people were out to get you because they were being too nice to you and your wife. I mean, that was, it's, it raised some red flags, Dave. You know, we're all, a lot of talk about red flags and being aware of our surroundings in this day and age. And, you know, I just, you know, keep my head on a swivel, sir.、But、it would, just turned out that they were just nice people. Maybe. We、yeah. don't know. They may be playing the long game. They playing the long yeah, game. Yeah, they, they may become like lifelong friends and、uh-huh. then、uh, ruin me、uh, yeah, 20 years down the road. It's possible.、Yeah. Um, the, you also had a, a pretty significant beef with the,、uh, the pug that lived in your neighborhood. Who's now dead. Who's yeah, now dead. Yeah, no, yeah. That pug would、uh, attack me for no reason when I was out just trying to walk. And I actually, that pug was one of the reasons why I've gained so much weight. Because、oh. I, I, you know, I, 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 felt, I felt like my life was in danger when I was out walking my neighborhood. So I haven't been walking very much anymore. Oh, that, that, that pug's been dead、sense. for a minute, though. Yeah. Yeah, are, you dead, are you just in mourning? Yeah, well, you know, you, you, you know, you know, he's got friends.、Oh. He's got friends out oh, there. Oh, okay. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, now Mahoney has developed a new rivalry with a one year old that he says was mean mugging him at a grocery store. Man, I'm at a Trader Joe's. And you know, Trader Joe's aisles. Pretty, like, they're not like wide and luxurious、yeah. like some of the other ones, you know, because they, those are usually smaller stores and they cram literally every, they cram an entire normal size grocery store into about one quarter the size of a、sure. normal grocery store. Which I well, do appreciate. Sure.、Yeah. You don't have to do as much walking,、yeah. which I appreciate, but the, the aisles are closer together. And as my wife and I are shopping there, there's somebody who's shopping the opposite way from us. And the first time I notice, There is this baby who is just staring me down. Babies will tell you the truth. I mean, yeah, like, I wasn't lying. Like, I have never seen some, like, more vicious hate in something's eyes than this one year old baby. And, like, I passed by it the first time, and I'm like, that was my wife even commented. She's like, that baby. Hated you. Wanted to fight you. <laughs> so, like, it wasn't like the baby just was like looking off in the distance, matted. It made eye contact. No, it was like it, looking it was, me it was down. Tracking you. Yeah. Yeah. And so we go around the next aisle. They go around the next aisle. We pass this baby again. Same thing happens. Just mean mugging me, looking at me. Like, I don't know if I have a hateable face to babies or not. I mean, did you just was- like check the baby? Did you go, what's up? Yeah, yeah, did you throw hands? So,、uh, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What, what is the conclusion of the story? Did you like. Did you. No, did, we, we left the car. We left the store. That baby bit, made me a bitch. The baby w o n I became that baby's bitch. Wow. Well, maybe the baby was、Big、just、bitch. confused because he was like, why is this worker going through with their wife <laughs> up and down the store? They were probably like, what? I'm so confused. I probably thought you were a worker harassing your poor wife. Yeah. yeah. Like, just trying to like, protect your wife because you do wear this, the same uniform as everybody at Trader Joe's every day. So maybe they were just. The baby.、Uh, He was confused. All I know is that I felt uncomfortable, and、uh, Trader Joe's is no longer a safe space for me Mahoney, because of that baby. Yeah, that baby、babies. won. This is David Mahoney. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833 Yo Dummy. Please leave a message after the tone. Can you really trust a person who wears a long sleeve shirt underneath a short sleeve shirt? That's too many shirts. Message that、deleted. was my look when I was in like 10th and 11th grade. That, those were your、me? Abercrombie years. Those were my Abercrombie years.、Yep. Those were, and you know, Abercrombie's back, Dave. It actually is back. Like, my wife bought a bathing suit. I'm like, hey, I like that suit. Where'd you get it from? She said Abercrombie. I'm like, who told、huh? you that? Who told me that Abercrombie was back? You don't think Abercrombie's back? 
Or have you been saying that Abercrombie is bad? You don't yes. listen to her, Dave. Never. Oh, of course not. What do you mean? Who oh, my she? gosh. I try and tell you guys all the time, <laughs> this is bad. You go, no, it's not. One day you'll listen. We're just very jealous because we were never attractive enough to be the uh, uh, I wanted sales to be models. Abercrombie, one of those shirtless dudes in the mall. wanted that so Dude, bad. There, it, it, you, could, you could be. Wait, you wanted to be that or you wanted the shirtless model? But. I mean, yes, yes, dude. I like. Not a gay about that. <laughs> just look at him. Just wanted to. Just, I mean, seriously. I, I feel like even the girls that I would see on those giant billboards, I would just be like, "Oh my gosh!" Just like an aspiration. You just want to embody that person. Right. Yeah. You're. I mean, you inspire me, and you smell fantastic. <laughs> there is. There is a specific smell. Very, very specific. I, even taking it a whole. Not even the models. Like I was. If you were like an Abercrombie girl. In high school, when I was in high school, I was just like, thought you were the hottest thing. Oh, they were the God. not trustworthy people. If we want to talk about shirts, under shirts, or on top of shirts, whatever. If you worked there, you worked there, didn't you? No, you were American Eagle. How dare you come at me? No, I I, I applied at American Eagle and did not get on. Yeah, he wasn't even ready for that. He, was, <laughs> he's, he wasn't even area postal. Uh, is that how you say that? I don't know. Oh, I always said air apostle. Oh, air, maybe that is. Yeah, air apostle. Yeah. Yeah. Ariel Postel. <laughs> Just giving it a little extra flair. I yeah. like that. Honestly, they need a little extra. Ariel Postel. Yeah, no. I, don't, I think that anybody who uh, was wearing the long shirt, long sleeve shirts underneath short sleeve shirts were kind of like, I, I don't know if it was, pro, was it a preppy thing? Because I always thought it was more, more of like a, skater, a, like thing. A skater thing. Skater yeah. thing, yeah. And uh, fairly smelly. Like Really? Yeah, like both shirts kind of dirty. That's okay. kind of the vibe that I get. Yeah. yeah. And there was a, there there was was a goth a movement, chain. too. There was a wallet, wallet chain because yes. the goth movement Absolutely. and the skater. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Smelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had all three. Mall rat. Very mall <laughs> rat. Hot take here, but I don't like South Park or Family Guy. Like, they might get a single chuckle out of me, maybe once an episode, but otherwise, I really don't think they're that funny. Message deleted. I feel like who's still watching New Family Guy? Like, the old Family Guys. You know, sure. Fantastic. Whatever. They're great. But the new, I don't. Are, are they, they still making? making? I don't know. I assume they are because mm. Seth MacFarlane makes a bazillion dollars mm-hmm. from Fox. So. But the same could be said for South Park, too, because it was just such a, we don't get why people are still watching it because we probably have aged out of No, that. man. I feel like South Park's right in our age demo because what? it was when we were like 16 when it came out and now it's, you know. 20 some odd years later. Sure. So then that's why South Park makes sense to you to continue to watch it then. I, well, I don't, but I like, I'll catch the viral clips that go, you know, that, that hit every now mm-hmm. and then. But the thing that is more surprising than all of that is the fact that The Simpsons still has new they episodes. They do? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's, oh, actually, I say that with that giant shock and surprise, but Simpsons actually, actually was one of the number one things streamed on Disney+. Plus. Over the year, I know it's. It, I saw that. I'm like, you're kidding me! Like How? people are going to Disney Plus and it's, they're streaming. I the thought Simpsons? it was for nostalgia, but yeah. it might have been for the new episodes. No, That's it's why it's got to be like the first six seasons. I mean, the first six seasons are some of the best television that were, in my opinion, ever made. But after that, it just kind of. I know they've done a lot of episodes, so that plays into it. But man, they just keep predicting stuff too. I mean, you, they've been literally making episodes. They've been making. Shows since 1989. 34 years. Yeah. 34 years. What a run. Are they predicting or are they just assuming everyone's predictability? Yeah. Yeah. We're just dumb and everything will eventually happen at some point. Please leave a message after the tone. 
Um, how do you guys feel about house guests? Uh, do they do they make you anxious, or is your house like the go-to hangout spot? You know, me personally, I feel bad because I never have anyone over because it just you know makes me feel too nervous. Message deleted. Ah, uh, man. So house guests, if they're staying with me, I don't particularly love it. If they're just coming for a visit, like both the wife and I like hosting. But the problem that we're having right now, for me at least, is that it's almost always like kid-centric stuff. And so when you've got like 30 people and half of them are little kids, well, that's not but great. You, I mean, you've Damn. got four kids and as they get yeah. older and become more social, like do you think your house is, you're going to, you know, you got a pool, you know, you got a, you got a, you got a little theater area. Like you, that, these, those are prime things for kids, man. We'll fill that pool in with concrete. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Audrey, I am sorry you are not feeling so hot today. Oh, what, man. what is going on? Because it was something very specific that happened to you. It was, man. I'm throwing up forwards and backwards. Oh, no. So I have a question as to whose fault this is truly, because I feel like I need to displace blame. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to own up to this quite yet. So you're going to throw your boyfriend under the bus? Sure. Love it. So, under the fridge. So, um, (laughs) yesterday I was going to get a snack. You know how whenever we're done with work, we all leave kind of pretty hangry because none of us really eat, but I wait until after the show in order to eat. So I leave here famished usually. So whatever I go into the fridge to get is whatever I eat. Now, I assume everything in my fridge is not bad because I had just gone to the grocery store and my boyfriend had cleaned out the fridge while I was gone at work yesterday. So I go in, grab some berries, put them on a plate, eat them. Eat them. Didn't even look. I was just so hungry. I just started eating them. You just ate just straight berries? Berries and uh, yogurt. Okay, sure. So it was just like like a breakfast situation. All of this is boring. All to lead up to, I get sick as a Dog. Violently like, ill? Like, really sick, man. From the berries? From the berries. What kind of berries were they? They're blackberries, but okay. I mean, like, I'm on the couch, and we do not, like, there is, this is the first time I have ever had to own up to, like, being like, babe, like, I need you to understand that this bathroom, you can't go near it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, live in, in a, like, a 400-square-foot apartment, okay? So it's, it's violent. <laughs> I'm like... Don't go in there for at least 35, 45 minutes. Like, yeah. no one touch this area. And we, we've we been dating for over a year. So this is the this first experience. This is the experience. first conversation oh, where I am saying, babe, this is serious. Did he, I don't want to get too into the details here, but did he have to go to the bathroom during this, the, the shutdown zone? I made him go into the lobby of my, of my complex. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, you can't man. get near, I because it was brutal. that bad, man. And I know this is all gross, but I... I really am kind of angry at him because he threw away everything and was like, well, I didn't want to throw away these berries because they're your berries. Wait, did he know that they were bad? I, he didn't. I don't think he like went rummaging through, but afterwards we were trying to go through and I was like, man, like what could have made me this sick? Cause I'm like laid up on the couch, like sick, sick. Yeah. And um, he's like, we're trying to go through. And I'm like, well, we both ate this the same. We both ate this the same. This is the only thing that it could be. And I look over at him and I was like, are those not new? He's like, no, I didn't want to throw them away. And I'm like, so I ate bad fruit and he Did proceeds to pull them out. No, they looked they looked fine enough for me to put them on the, pl- on the plate. The entire bottom of the berries, like the ones that are at the bottom of them. Yeah. Covered in mold. Oh, no. So I was just 
eating. I am a moldy person on my insides right now. I am probably. I am just turning into a giant green loaf of bread because I am yeast. If you were to look at me, I look like a loaf, a white Wonder Bread loaf of bread, dude. This is making me so nauseous. So sick, man. And I showed up to work, so I deserve a raise. Deserve a raise? (laughs) Don't you poop in the studio? (laughs) This is Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Julie is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you doing today, Julie? Fine. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. We got a total of five songs. They're all big popular songs. I'm sure you've heard many times over the years. Only 30 seconds on the clock to figure it out. And let the full 30 seconds play out. The challenge, of course, is that they're not the original song. They're a cover song that somebody has decided was good enough to upload to YouTube. And that's not always something that we agree on. Dave, you know what? Okay. I love that these people have taken a risk, put themselves out there, and taken that step to become superstars. Well, this first one is from Rat Trap Productions. <laughs> it's got 192 views. Let's see if you can get this one. Good luck to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you say I got a funny face. I got no worries. I don't know why. I don't. That's 30 seconds right there. Julie, you do have a couple of lifelines if you need it. And it's kind of yeah. tough, but do you do you know it or do you need some help there? I might need, it sounds like rat, but I, I don't know. I think I need some help, please. You want to tag in Mahoney or Audrey? Because Audrey's shaking her head like she may not know it either. I know it. Okay. Um, Mahoney, please. So I think it's, you know, the backing band. They made this their own, which mm-hmm. I appreciate from mm-hmm. Rat Trap Productions Incorporated or whatever they're called. Yeah. Uh, that is Quiet Riot. What's yeah, the song? Quiet Riot. Come Feel the Noise. What is the song? It's Come On Feel the Noise. You know that's what right. the song yeah. Is? yeah, it's Come On Feel the Noise. There you Come go. on, Feel the Noise. Yep. Is that yeah. it? That's it. There we go. That's one it. point. So you're on okay. the board, but yeah. Ma- Mahoney is burnt now as a lifeline. So you're on the board. One point. Here we go on to number two. Leaving home out on the road. I've been down before. Riding along in this big old jet plane, I've been thinking about my home. But my life, life seems so far away, and I feel like it's all been done. Somebody's trying to make me stay. You know I gotta be moving on. Julie, this is gonna blow you away. That only has 17 oh. views on the internet. I know. I know it's hard to believe. Oh, I know who it is, but it's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't. I gosh dang it. I know, but I can't say it. I don't know. <laughs> Can I get help again? Audrey's shaking her head. I don't know if you want to Girl, tag her. In on I this don't one. think you want to. No, I don't. I don't. No? I don't know at hundred percent. So Steve I wouldn't Miller, call Steve me. Miller. It's Steve Miller. Yes, Steve Miller band. And do you know the song? Um, you got to go to hell before you get to heaven. Uh, we go down in the lime, whatever. We go down. Oh gosh, it's right you there. Know? Come on, come on. In it's the... right. We go down in the. Dang it. Good. I don't know. Ah, I'm dying. Okay. Um, 
Half point. Oh, shoot. But I got his name. Yes. Hey, yeah. so half, half point. Half point. You get a half point it, for that. It's Jet Airliner. Oh, my gosh. Going down in a big toe. That's what you were trying Damn. to get at. Yeah. <laughs> almost <laughs> close. Okay, I almost have it. All right. So okay. you still have a lifeline. Audrey is still available if you need her, which smart to not burn that there. Uh, you got one and a half points. Here we go on to number three. And this one's got 145 views from Casey Katutsi Official. Stop it there. Uh, 145 views on that one. Julie, do you okay, got it? I know, I know it's Nirvana. Teen Spirit? No. See, I, we've had a, we, we've had Nirvana on Cover Your Ears a lot over the years, and it is yeah. really tough because they're all... So similar. Well, they're all just so angsty, and then when people cover it as well, that was all apologies is what you're looking for there. But you did get a half okay. point, so you got a full two points so far. Here we go. Two more to go. Audrey's still available if you need her. This next one, though, from okay. Punk Metal for Life, the number four, uh, only has 19 views, so good luck. Not a single word correct, but you kind of maybe could have gotten the vibe on that one. Julie, do you know it? Yeah, I I do have the vibe and, oh gosh, I know. Is it, well, oh gosh. Audrey, you know this yes. one for if you need it? Okay. Because I, I okay, sing. I will go with Audrey. I, I will go with you. Because I sing Sticks Renegade the exact same. Yes. I don't know any it words. Hits. I it only hits. know the melody. That's all that matters. That is all that matters. That is it? That is yes, it. So I did. A, a full point, Sticks. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Renegade by Sticks is what you're looking for there. All right, so here we go. Yay. Both lifelines are burnt. You've got a total of three. You need to get a full point on this last one in order to win. It all comes down to this. This one has got 406 views, and it's the final one. Here we go. Searching for a feeling, but it's easy come and easy go. Oh, I'm sorry, but it's true. You're bringing on the heartache, taking all the best of me. Oh, can't you see? You got the best of me. <laughs> so much heart. Good. Good. Ju- Julie for the win. Bring on the heartbreak. Bring on the heartbreak by Lover Boy? Uh, no. Lover Boy. Not Lover Boy. No? Oh, dang it. If you listen I to that song, that stuck. cover too many times, you might go deaf. Heart of Hearing Cat. Yes, yes, let's go. There we go. We got there. Yes. We heart of Hearing Cat, she said. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message. 
So I have uh, adopted Mahoney's philosophy of I will never run or jump ever again in my life. However, now that it's summertime, I have little kids. We go to the pool. I jump into the pool. I may do a little jog when I take my flip-flops off because my feet are burning on the pavement. Is that breaking the rule or am I still, am I still good? I'm curious uh, if uh, Mahoney jumps into the pool or do you, you kind of just walk in or fall in? Just curious. Message to Are you going toe-heel or heel-toe? Because you could still do like a power walk. Have you not seen Olympic power walking before? Because they go heel-toe, rock and roll, mm-hmm. and they are moving. But if you jump into a pool, does that break your rule? That is not considered again? a jump. That is more of a, uh, when I say jump, means you're trying to reach something higher. Got it. So You're be- not trying to reach anything higher. Yeah. You're just propelling yourself into an area. When's the last time that you were in a pool? I feel like it's been a minute. Oh, man. I mean, I've been in the ocean quite a bit. Yeah. You know, I do a, do a fair amount of snorkeling when I'm on vacation. On your sea-based vacations. Sea-based, yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, but an actual pool? Yeah. Man. If I invited you over to my house to, like, go swimming, would you? Probably not. Why? Yeah, four kids. No, no, yeah. Let's say the wife and kids are out of town, like just me and you. I mean, why we got to throw a pool in there? Why make it weird? Why, just take, why don't you just take our shirts off and hang out? Yeah, well, I'm just sauna it up. See what happens. Please leave them. You got a hot tub. Am I the only person who hates the smell of deodorizers like Febreze? You know, every time someone sprays one, I can almost taste it in my mouth. That, that, that's, they're, they're gross, and they just make it worse. Message deleted. There is something distinctly terrible to me as well of the mixture of the potpourri and just straight butt that happens in some bathrooms. You know when you walk in and they have obviously tried to mask it, but it's just not enough. Dude, you just gotta like don't even try to mask it. Courtesy flush. That is the courtesy flush is important. That like that is the key move. First off, because one, it clears the air, and two, you can use it to muffle the sound. Am I the only one that does the uh like if, if there is some of that spray? Like I love it when it's like fire extinguisher it just comes out in a like a fire hose turning on. You know, like okay. it's got to be very significant. Like stream. No, no, I'm talking about you know, like little room sprays. Yeah, little room sprays, little white can. You know, that you push on the top and it. Yeah, isn't that like Febreze? Don't you have Febreze in a Is can? Febreze like that? They have. They have. They, they have more like a bottle, but whatever. Well, they, well, there's multiple types of Febreze. There's the the the, the squeeze, and then there's the push. So I'm curious because I, I obviously have never been in the bathroom with anyone else when they've been doing this. So I might be the only one. Do you take it and actually like spray it into the toilet as well? Yes. You do? Okay, good. I thought I was the only one. No. I don't, I don't know if that works or whatever, but I just feel like I'm supposed to do yeah. that. I, you're supposed to spray it in the toilet. I, I just sprayed the air around, around the, the no, area. That's, that's yeah. what I mean. Like you spray the air, but then but like- you also give a little squeeze, squeeze. I go to the, I go to the source and I'm just- boop, You guys yeah. ever use that poopery spray? That yeah. doesn't work. No, it that's, doesn't. That's garbage. Uh, but but it does smell good before you go. But <laughs> It smells nice. You, you put yourself in a nice spa. Yeah. <laughs> My wife's very- She's got like really sensitive senses- Specifically, her smell. Yeah, her yeah. smell. She could like we were in a hotel last week, and wa- even walking into it wasn't like a super nice one. It was like you know your traditional like near the highway, right? Yeah. You know, type of business traveler place. It wasn't a destination hotel. Uh, and we walk in there, and she was like, "I we have to leave. Like we can't stay here." Because the smell. How did that make you feel as a traveling companion? I mean, I I support her. 
You know, I mean, and I got points. <laughs> My so, boyfriend whatever. would be like, we are just shoving tissue up your nose but, and you're going to get over you it. You better get COVID. <laughs> but there is something to be said. Like in no doorknobs. <laughs> if you go to a, like a really high-end hotel though, or a really high-end like casino, you know, I think Smells of Mandalay beautiful. Bay, mm-hmm. uh, or, you know, like the entrance area over there, the the smell there. Oh, you walk whatever into Whatever that is, or, or you walk yeah. into like the Four Seasons in mm-hmm. Hawaii. The yeah. Wynn is one of the best smelling Places in the world to me. I've you know been getting you Facebook talk, ads. You talk about uh, like Hawaii hotels. Yeah, it's somehow they figure out how to make it smell beautiful and floral, and also somehow like it's fresh air. Tea tree. It's whatever that like white tea and like tea tree mm. smell. The mixture that, is so perfect. If we can get that in the studio, I would be for that. Well, we can't because the last time we brought candles in, we got yelled at. Well, we can't light fires in here. Well, that's stupid. That but if stupid. they they call what do they call those? They're 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 called something that the, they don't have flames. It, there's uh, Not oil d- wicks. Those also do set in on um, flames sometimes. Those are uh, a flammable hazard. No. Um, they have the, the the oil dispensers. They have the room plugins. They have the sprays. There's that's diffusers. about it. Diffusers. Thank that's you. the. That's yeah. Go. I've been getting diffuser Instagram ads. You have. Been? You all have grown up. Please leave a message after the tone. How the hell do mermaids have kids? Is Ariel down there laying eggs or something? I think that's kind of gross. Message deleted. Yeah, I think Ariel's just out here just going on with a bunch of eggs just popping out of her little mertail. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Because she's bottom half fish, right? Yeah. So I would assume that she's not carrying full nine months. She's just fish laying eggs. Where's King Triton's junk? That's what I want to know. I don't think he has junk. Do, do, do fish have wieners? No, they do not. They just I'm lay not eggs. Googling that. Sorry. Google it. <laughs> no, I'm not fish wiener. Not they on the don't. company computer. They don't. <laughs> Who knows what kind of weird site might be. They would, don't. Would, I've already looked. Wouldn't it be weird if they did? Because then all the other fish would just think it was a worm. <laughs> Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. When you're looking for love. Hey, baby, you want it? Then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, today we have a very special edition of the Misconnection Inspection. This is the Finding Love at Walmart edition. Dave, is there a more romantic place that you could think of than uh, old Wally World? This first one, I mean, Audrey, I know that you uh, have had some encounters in grocery stores as of late, and they haven't gone probably as well as the individuals were hoping. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell me if any of these strike a fancy with okay. you. Okay. Uh, this first one is entitled Avon Walmart. This is a man for a woman. Saw you in the home goods aisle at Walmart yesterday. You had on a green shirt with black shorts. I purposely came down the aisle to look at you. Was afraid to say something because I didn't want to come off as weird. Would love to hear from you. Message me the color of the shirt that I was wearing. Okay, that's simple enough. That one's not creepy. Even though he went down the aisle just to look at her? I mean, that, as a woman, that's, I, that happens literally all of the and time. And as a yeah. man, a very sexy man over here, that happens to me a lot. I was in Walmart was, actually yesterday. Were you in the home goods aisle? I was not wearing green shirts in the, the, the medical section. Oh, no. <laughs> Got another rash, brother? <laughs> Don't ask. Uh, this one is uh, entitled Edgewood Road Walmart. This is a woman for a man. You, chubby with a beard. Me, awkward with a mask. We locked eyes over the last dollar loaf of French bread. You said, deal too good to pass up, right? My mind raced. I couldn't think of a clever comeback. I'm still feral after the last year. Please love me. Jeez. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Maybe you okay. sure do know how to handle that loaf. Yeah, I mean, look, 
There's there's not a lot of women out there that refer to themselves as feral, which is quite interesting to me. It's a new TikTok hey, thing. It's hilarious. A- I love it. It's one of my favorite, absolute favorite things to call yourself. She's just feeling a little rabid. It's fine. If you love $1 French bread from Walmart, you and I could be friends. Yes, French bread is top tier. One dollar $1 is like it's Dude. a little stale too. Oh yeah, a little crunchy. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. Little like you gotta dip it in that yeah. soup and like hold it there. Yeah, in order to make it. Out of it. <laughs> you get a workout, you're burning calories chewing it. That's right. <laughs> uh, this is the Walmart pharmacy tech. This is also a woman for a man. You work in the Walmart neighborhood market pharmacy, and you're the blonde guy, maybe mid twenties. I was in on Saturday afternoon and asked you. Where the eye drops were. I thought you were so handsome and nice. I thanked you and went on my way. I should have said more, but in the moment, I didn't. Would enjoy getting to know you. Maybe I will see you again sometime soon. What a freak. Just getting horns while you're looking for eye drops. But, that just shows that we're just, we are no better than men sometimes. I feel like this is somebody who's got a, like a pill addiction. Like, oh, you work in the pharmacy. Let's start talking about eye drops and mm. see where it goes. See, I was going to ask you guys this. What's more kind of like... You can't really shoot your shot with them. Like we know we can never shoot our shot with a bank teller because they see all of our financials. Yeah, they're like, they know I'm broke. They know exactly how much money I have. But like your pharmacist or a far- the, you know, the pharmacy tech, yeah, they but- see all. They they know all. They know what everything that's wrong with you. I, don't I feel know. like you want to date a pharmacy tech because they are stressed. They are always stressed. Always. And stressed. I understand why. Like everyone that's in a pharmacy, every time I have to go pick up a prescription at like a CVS or a Walgreens, everyone's just so mean. Mm-hmm. They're just in a bad mood. You're like, take your drugs and relax, people. Be fine. Take your drugs before you get there. Yeah. And finally, this is the Walmart sundress. This is a man for a woman. Saw you at the Walmart today. You look cute in your sundress. You had a cute ponytail and I want to say hi, but I was too shy. You had some nice tats as well. Saw you getting into a big blue truck across the street. I tried to make you notice me by coughing really loud. You glanced but didn't see me because I hid behind the pump because I didn't want you to think I had COVID or something. That didn't help my game. I went over to Walmart and to my surprise, you were there again wearing that long white tank top, cut off shorts. I went over to the flowers and smelled them, which was my lame attempt to look adorable and let you know that I can still smell. Ah! Even though you did see me cough at the gas station, you know, I probably don't have COVID, right? You know, because I can still smell. I turned around and you were gone. I, I walked to where you were last standing and I smelled your perfume. See, no COVID, but damn, do I feel stupid for all my lame attempts. Anyway, if you're reading this, I'm not always this dorky. Just, uh, I just get that way around pretty women. Oh my gosh, this guy is manic. Can we arrest this gentleman? Yeah, like this guy belongs in jail. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So guys, I'm having a, a bit of a crisis when it comes to... Whether or not a parking space is your parking space. And we've talked about it here at work because the radio station now, we've been at these new studios long enough where it's like we all kind of have our unofficial official parking spots. Everyone parks in the same spot. But so it's not here at the radio station that I'm talking about. It's at the house because my wife approached me in an aggressive manner yesterday. She said, hey, do you mind if we trade parking spots on the side of the driveway? That means we're trading parking spots, Dave. Well, in my head, I thought, I do mind, as a matter of fact. Well, you may mind, but you can't say that. You do not have the car that has the children inside of it at all times. That's true. Because my guess is this has something to do with loading the kids in and out. Absolutely. No, it's because she said that she has a bad eye and she ran into a bush. Oh, well, then that's even better. Do you want damage on the car? Don't care. That bush could have, that bush... (laughs) Could it be impairing your children's ability to get out of the car? I said that bush needs to be trimmed anyhow. <laughs> Didn't say that either. 
<laughs> so how did she approach this? I mean, is that what she said? What do you think about changing sides in the driveway? Yeah, and I don't know why I have such a hard time with this. It's kind of like when we're on a road trip. Like, I'm just wired a certain way where when one of my kids has to pee, I get upset that I have to stop because I've worked so hard passing all of these people on the road trip, and now I'm going to have to repass them, and that's a big deal. I don't know why it bothers me, but I've just, I was very attached. When did you become this way? I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. Because you used to wear thumb rings. Yeah, I was edgy. You used to have frosted tips. I'd I'd get into a mosh pit at Chevelle. You used to be crazy, (laughs) man. Like, when did this need for routine and struck, I mean, seriously, when did the black t-shirt era happen? I mean, when he started getting outnumbered by his children is yeah. when like you can't deviate from the things that you're used to. When you was have it to, kid number one? No, kid number one was fine. When you have to start playing zone defense though, so, like that's that's when with the kids, like I just need my my life to be organized because everything else is chaos. So I met you with only one child. Yeah. You were wearing black t-shirts. Well, I've always liked black t-shirts. They're slimming. <laughs> it's very true. But every yeah. single so, day. Yeah. Audrey, though, this is like switching sides in, in the bed. You yeah. can't, like, you we can't got our that. sides. I've got my dresser or my nightstand. You got your nightstand. We can't move stuff. Here is another part of how my life is chaos. We also switched sides of the bed whenever we moved into the new house because the room is set up different than our previous room where it's, like, sure. reversed. And she was sleeping on what was my previous side of the bed because that was her side of the bed. And then she said, I think this side of the bed sags a little bit, which is a not-so-subtle way of saying... You're fat. Ooh. Why don't you just turn the mattress around? Yeah. Because you should be doing that every you like be fl- flipping it. Every year anyway. You're flipping mattresses? Not, not necessarily flip, but like turn it. Rotate. It's like rotating your tires. Oh, you can do that? I never even thought I had always just thought you flipped that. it. Yeah, yeah guys. You're I supposed you to be rotating it. your mattress. Why? So it so it sags evenly. <laughs> so our fat bodies evenly weigh down both sides of the yep. bed. I didn't Dude, know I you were supposed to turn it like clockwise or counterclockwise or whatever. That seems like you can. voodoo. But I I did think that you were supposed to flip your mattress. No, I don't, you do flip the mattress. Not, it just depends on the type of mattress. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm too much of a coward, of course, to have this conversation with my wife. I just instantly let me know this one. I, I don't. But I, I, think, I need to tell somebody. So. You, need to, you need to get some sort of reparations, though. Reparations, yeah. <laughs> For giving up what you are accustomed to, That's because right. you're—I mean, He's you been are entitled to something. Like a couple weeks. It's not like this is a a, a year long stint. I am attached. I'm in love. Because even this, it's like I'll tell you, I, I know exactly where I'm, I'm part pulling into the garage or into the driveway every single day. At that point, yeah. otherwise, like when I have to go like park my wife's car in the driveway. I'm always afraid I'm going to hit something. Am, like, I, this is routine. Am I the only person that is emotionally attached to a parking space? I'm going to tell you right now that I have parked in multiple different spots here. I've parked out in the front. I've parked off to the side. I park there. I Can park I ask here. You a question? I park all over. I, I will sleep on one side that I don't normally sleep on. What is wrong with you? I like crazy. You got she's got an open parking space relationship going yeah, that on is here. Wild man. Nope. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. My wife asked to change parking spots at the house, and frankly, I'm not okay with that. Jennifer is joining us. Hey, Jennifer, am I being dramatic? No, not at all. I worked at the same place for like 16 years, and there were two parking spots that I liked. And if I got into the parking lot a couple minutes later than my usual routine, and those parking spots were taken 
It was all I could do to not ram those cars yep. mm-hmm. out of one of the spots. It was rage-inducing. They yes. know that's your spot. They know that's your spot, and they take it because they're disrespectful, and it ruins your whole day. Is this kind of like how animals yep. exist in the wild? Is this just like alpha versus alpha energy right now? This like, is, you're taking my you're spot. You're territorial. Like, what are you doing? Spot. You know that yeah. I park in this spot every day. Why are you, Why are you here, here? Nancy? Why? But you just get there earlier. How that could have been you? their spot before you. She's been there for 16 oh, years. Well, Dave, I'm talking about Dave. Dave, right now, and we oh, we Dave. totally have taken someone else's spot. No, definitely not. It's not not possible. at all. No. Yeah, yeah, but no, it would just you're you're not being overly dramatic, and I sympathize with that level of rage induced uh, wrong parking spot. Thank you, Jennifer. I appreciate that you have the my support back on this one. I need it. I need it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Bye. Hey, Kevin, how you doing, man? Hey, just about the parking spot with your wife. 35 years I've been married, and in 35 years I've learned, pick your battles. The parking place isn't worth a battle. Now, this You're is sure the, about that? This is, this is the parking space I, I'm going to die on. I am 100% sure that that's a battle you shouldn't pick. What would a battle be that Dave should take? There is nothing, <laughs> nothing more important. Kids included, more important to me in this Those life. Kids will figure themselves out. That's right. I can make more kids. I yep. can't make more parking spots. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Dave and Mahoney. Yeah, um... Dave and Mahoney present... Uh... Would you like special curling fries? Fast, fast, fast food, food freak out. Shut up and listen to my order. Krista is joining us today for a round of fast food freakouts. Krista, what is your personal favorite fast food restaurant? Um, Burger King. Burger King. Okay, Burger we, don't, King. we don't normally get a lot of Burger Kings being the favorite. Have but you your way. Absolutely. We went to Burger I King. Like Burger King called Junior because of the Joe Burrow burger. Oh, I yeah. Like there you McDonald's go. Burgers. Carl's oh, yeah. Jr., number one. There uh, we yeah. go. I was about to besmirch the name of BK, but you came through and decided to do Carl's. So. Flame broiled. Oh, withhold. Okay, so Chrissy, here's how this game works. We're going to play you some audio. you got to figure out which fast food restaurant the freakout happened in. And uh, these are some pretty serious freakouts, but this first one, I don't know if I totally disagree with. Normally, I'm not on the side of the customer, but this particular woman very unsatisfied with her fries because not hot enough fries and was demanding the manager give her fresh fries. Let's have a listen. I didn't call you a liar. I said, taste one of these fries and tell me that you just put them down. No, ma'am, that is your job as a manager to do your job. She put the the good fries that she just put down with the sh**ty fries that she says she just made. I promise you, you're being recorded and it's going to corporate. I don't care because I'm really nice. Okay. All right. So we got three options here. It's either A, an Arby's, B, a Culver's, or C, your favorite, Burger King. Ooh, it's either an Arby's or a BK. Man, I'm out me, on Culver's. Well, it's not definitely not a Culver's. I would be shocked if it was a Culver's. <sighs> I, I think uh, Burger King. I would think Burger King. I'm with you. I think Arby's, more violence. We would have more violence had it been an Arby's. Burger King, final answer, Krista? Yes, it is. It's correct. Well done. On the board. Right. I'm going to yeah. say it right now. Burger King, we went there and they were out of the big patties. So they gave us two junior patties instead of one big patty. Superior? Uh-uh. Inferior. Inferior? <laughs> oh, you can't do that. Yeah, because they were like, oh, we're out of patties. <laughs> they feel the same to me. All right, here we go on to number two. I mean, obviously, flies can make their way into a restaurant, but this may be a little bit much. On the road from here is a strawberry patch. We have no control over that. We have stuff hanging in the store as far as, like, fly traps. But they fly. Flies, flies come from maggots. 
flies don't fly that far. Flies come from rotten right, stuff. Right, but it's a strawberry field down the road. Here, that's so down that's the road. I'm not gonna argue this. I had a fly come out of my cup. Like that's not excusable in any way, shape, or form for a fly to come out of something that's been prepared by you guys. Mm. Is that true? I don't know. Uh, we do have oh some options God. here. Is that A, a Raisin Cane's, B, a McDonald's, or C, a Starbucks? That's a Cane's. Hold on. <sighs> that just gave me the heebie-jeebies. Can we hear that? So we got a Raisin Cane's, McDonald's, or a Starbucks. Can mm-hmm. we hear that one more time? Sure. On the road from here is a strawberry patch. We have no control over that. We have stuff hanging in the store as far as, like, fly traps. But they fly. So not, flies come not. from maggots. Flies don't fly that far. Flies come from rotten right, stuff. Right, but it's a strawberry field down the road. Here, that's so down that's the road. I'm not going to argue this. I had a fly come out of my cup. Like, that's not excusable in any way, shape, or form for a fly to come out of something that's been prepared by you guys. There's it's a lot too, of beeps. It's too, it's too busy to be a Starbucks I think oh, this Starbucks ha- is so busy. Well, but there's too many like things being pushed around and there's too many beeps, beeps going on. Beeps. If, if it was the ovens that they cook your sandwiches in, but that they have like maybe three of those at the max. Yeah, no, it's not a Starbucks. Not a Starbucks. I think it's a McDonald's. There's a- I do too. I also do. McDonald's. You win. That's right. That's correct. Well done. That is so foul. I did not know that that's... I mean, I guess it makes sense for flies to come from from maggots, but I didn't think that that was because there was maggots nearby. No. <laughs> I think yeah, this guy's maybe. Yeah, this guy's just a Karen. It's really gross. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Hey, I was just wondering, taking a poll, when did the word hangry start being used? Because uh, I'm pretty sure my boss and I invented it like back in 2010 when we were in a six-hour planning meeting and the owner of the company was too cheap to buy us lunch. Thanks. Message deleted. So, above all else, why were you ever in a six-hour meeting? Why? That just absolutely demolishes morale. I mean, for real, six-hour meetings. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing here? Like, unless we are on... That would just make me actually just angry, not even hangry. I would just be fuming. Yeah, that's insane to have a meeting that long. Especially You're not retaining anything. A Nothing. meeting that long and then the owner not buying lunch, lunch? for everyone? Like, come like, on, man. That should be the number one thing. There should have been, if you're so such a fan of meetings, should have had a meeting about what kind of lunch that should have been brought in. I feel like that's the only time that I'm really in a bad mood is when I'm hangry. 100%. My but, wife says I'm a different person when I haven't eaten. I believe that because you like she's, love she's like, food so much. Yeah, yeah. You you turn into a monster. She's like even the thought of going to get something to eat puts you in a better mood. Which I'm like, yeah. But you're, she's she's you're you know, literally like the donkey that they dangle the carrot in front of. Oh, I'm 100 <laughs> percent that that ass. Uh, my wife is, you know, she wants me to get healthy, mm-hmm. which you know I also want to get healthy. I'm you know I'm heavy again. I've put on. I would say over the last four months, three, four months, I've put on about 15-ish pounds. You've had now. other stuff to worry about. But sure. you say, Mahoney, because we've seen this side of you. Yeah. All of us have been there. You've said when you're walking and when you're eating clean, feel great. you feel fantastic. Yep. When I'm, in, when I'm in shape, I feel great. And I forget how... I you said you're forget, not even tired, really. Yeah, I forget how bad it feels when I'm being a piece of garbage and I forget how good it feels. So it's it's a it's a uh, it's a pendulum that swings. But one of my wife, one of the things that my wife sent me, which I hate that it's stuck, that I remember it, 
is she sent me a meme or you know something on Instagram, and it was like, when you start looking at these things like they're drugs or recreational drugs, that's when you know that like you're getting healthy. Like talking about fast food, you know, lots of sugars, lots of fried things. You know, the stuff that's generally bad for you, viewing it as a recreational drug. That it's, you know, that's not going to work. It's but slowly they, killing but, you. I love recreational drugs. But, what are you talking about? I, yeah, I, so do I. But it's just now every time I'm like, I'm going to Jack in a Box to get, get your dose tacos. Of, oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to my dealer. Uh-huh. Ew, <laughs> it dealer does. Jack. It does. That is that is really, really smart. I hate that it's stuck. And I'm just like, oh, God, now I got to think about that and feel awful every time I'm eating like crap. It's not going to stop you. Well, Dave! I mean, he ain't wrong. I'm, Please leave until we hit rock bottom. The nicest comment section always comes from porn sites. Always. Message deleted. What? 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 I heard nothing other than porn sites. Something, Something about comment sections. Don't ever look at them, maybe, or look at them because they're hilarious. I don't know. What was she saying, Chris? I think she said the nicest comments always come from porn sites. Like people commenting on videos. It's always true. nice. Stuff. Who's who's reading the comments well, on a porn site? Hold on. <laughs> who has the In username defense. and the profile? Well, no. Who's the com- who are the people who are who are creating the? Well, I know who's creating profiles, <laughs> but you. There sometimes there are, could be questions that are asked, and the real MVPs. The uh, most viable perverts uh, will comment <laughs> who that person is in said video, so you could seek out more. But, oh, but you I can see. just scroll down. <laughs> no, but you can just scroll down and see their like. If videos. you're scrolling down reading comments on the what porn are we sites, doing, you're man? doing it wrong. What, what website are you? Are you guys on a forum? Like the way that the sites are set up is there's the video, there's the comment section, and if you scroll down, there's more like videos from that same person. I don't I make am, it past the video. Nope. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So it is that magical time of year where people are dealing with all kinds of weather across the entire country. We've seen the flooding that's going on. We've seen the heat wave that's going on. And it's getting to the point where it's dangerous for some people. Mm -hmm. And that's the question that we have for you today. What is the scariest encounter you've ever had with weather? And this one from Brittany on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Mahoney, said, I got stuck in a blizzard while hiking at the end of May, it was 14 years ago, I went out hiking and all of a sudden a freak blizzard hit. And if you would imagine like being out hiking, I don't know about you guys, you're generally not dressed for really cold weather. May? Yeah. Like Probably you, not. Maybe you have a long sleeve maybe jacket, jacket on. Yeah. Maybe. But in a blizzard? They roll in, man. You hear people dying with all with things like that all the time. Like a rogue storm will ro- we'll roll in. I That's why I just, uh, I'm, I'm done hiking, Dave. That's why you're done hiking. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to die in a rogue rogue storm. Uh, Warren said, "When I was young, I was driving with my dad through Texas, and there was a big storm that washed out a bunch of farm fences. Driving down the interstate, we see a cow on the road. Dad gets in the left lane. Semi, who doesn't see it, stays in the right lane. Hole slams on the brakes, starts to slide. Semi hits cow." Cow's head pops off and rolls over the hood window of our car, and I will never forget it. The cow's head popped off? (laughs) What do you mean? I didn't know that a cow's head was just so easily... Yeah, what? See you later. Oh, my gosh. That would be, I think, enough for me to never go back on the road again, ever. If I saw that, I don't know if I would ever even be okay behind not only just the wheel, but in a passenger situation. Have you guys ever been really close 
to a tornado. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, being in, being from Missouri and Alabama, for, tornadoes were. I, I've been in a building that's been struck by it, not like a big one, but like. It rolled against it. We would just go playing whenever we would hear the sirens and stuff because it was just so common that we were totally desensitized to it. See, we, like playing we, in the uh, hail, playing in all of that dark, like the absolute just darkness. We would start looking around. Like when, like we would start, like it depends on how black it was outside. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause if it was, <laughs> if it was black, you're like, all yeah, right. But if it's just like, meh, a little gray. There is that weird <laughs> calmness right before a tornado, though, and it's yeah. sometimes Why they call really it the, the air sucks out. Yeah, and it's like the pink skies or the purple skies that you would see. I distinctly remember growing up in Minnesota, and same thing, the air sirens used to be so common. But I remember we used to go outside onto the upstairs deck at our house, and it was on a lake, and so you'd sometimes see the tornadoes on the lake, and we would be upsi- upstairs on the deck like, woohoo, this is awesome. And parents would be screaming at us like, get in the basement, you morons. One of the only reoccurring dreams that I have, I don't know if you guys have this, but the only ones I have are about tornadoes. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. Like, it will be me looking off into the distance, kind of like you said, Dave, where you could get on your balcony and look out and see a tornado forming. But that's what my dreams are, and I see like 12 tornadoes. <laughs> Jessica said I was playing around in the desert as a kid with my brother and cousin. Both were older than me, and this windstorm picked up kind of out of nowhere. And I don't know if it was or a tornado or a cyclone or a haboob or whatever that you want to call it. But I distinctly remember that both my brother and cousin had to hold on to my arms because it was picking me up in the air. I mean, we've seen some so many of those videos like where they're trying to hold down those tents in Japan. Uh-huh. And when a storm's rolling through and then people just get flown you know, are flung 20, 30 feet in the air. Man, nature, like as an adult, like as a kid, I didn't really like, I wasn't, I wasn't afraid of the water. I wasn't afraid of fire. You know, tornadoes were like, oh yeah, you know, whatever. Now you're afraid of everything. And now I'm like, nature is a major, nature is just straight up metal and does not give a damn. Jessica said the worst thing is that after we went through this little tornado in the middle of the desert, all of us were covered in cactus needles afterwards. And that was misery. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Have you ever had a really scary encounter with weather? Uh, Scott is joining us again. This was more than weather. This was an earthquake that you had to deal with? Uh, yeah, in 1971, February 9th, I went through uh, the massive earthquake that hit Southern California in Selmar. Our, the epicenter was in Selmar, and we lived in Selmar. Were you, uh, where uh, were you at the time? Were you at home? Were you at school? I was at home in the bedroom getting getting ready for school. I was 17 years old. Wow. So how bad was it at your house? Like, did stuff start falling off the shelves and toppling over? Everything. Everything. The refrigerator flew off and flew over. Whoa. Uh, all the cabinets opened up and flew everything. We had a, a support beams in the garage, and one of the beams went through the roof of my mom's car. Oh, my God. Uh, right, let's see. We had a pool in the backyard. Um we had six foot high cinder block walls around the pool, and all the all the walls collapsed like dominoes. Dude, that uh, is four feet of water. Four feet of water was thrown out of the pool. That um, that that is that is wild, man. Have you guys ever been a part of an earthquake? Have you no. ever been in one? I'm very mild. Uh, I've been drunk in the like the one earthquake that hit Chicago like 20 years ago. Uh huh. Very mild, but I was so drunk that I didn't even notice. <laughs> Which <laughs> that was the first one I was ever in. But the thing that blows me away, he's talked about. Scott said there about four feet of water being thrown out of the pool. Yeah. And I had never thought about that, but I've seen videos on YouTube of 
earthquakes happening and people filming their pools and watching, like, especially if it's, you know, slightly bigger ones, but the one he was on, obviously huge. But, like, seeing, like, the like the ripples and how, how like, it basically creating a massive wake in your swimming pool, it's wild. It's so disconcerting. I was a part of an earthquake. It was a few years ago now, but it, I was in Las Vegas at the Palms at the time, and we were on the bottom floor, like the casino floor, and we were in a restaurant, and we were all sitting at this bar area, and we were having a business meeting. Mm-hmm. Very important. So you were drinking. We were drinking. Okay. And I was kind of like, whoa, like, is this wine hitting me? And then I realized, no, there's an earthquake going on because all of the light fixtures started to shake. And there is not a lot of things more disconcerting than being... I had two friends that were getting a massage at the time. And one of the people was just like, yeah, the girl just kept going. She's like, yeah, it'll be over in a second. The other one hid under the table. <laughs> I don't oh think my gosh, a massage. left him on top? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think a massage table is going to, you know, the, if the roof's caving in, going to save you. Well, not when there's a 50-story building above you. Yeah, All the- this is just making me realize is we are so fragile. We are, man. Carol is joining us today. What happened to you? Well, me and my daughter were going to the store, and we were going to get gas. Uh, we stopped at an AM, PM. And uh, all of a sudden, this big white cloud came out of nowhere, and it started hailing golf ball-sized hail. And it was breaking windows of the people's cars and stuff, and we were freaking out. It put tons of dents in my car. We were I, we were scared to death because we were worried we were in a gas station, and the place could have blowed up because it was hitting so hard. Did you mortifying. Did you get your car fixed, or did you just keep the insurance check from that hail damage, Carol? Actually, I didn't take anything because my car was old and it didn't matter. Oh, no, it matters. I had <laughs> I had a hailstorm hit my, I had a 1991 Toyota Celica. Yeah. And it was a piece of crap. Oh, wow. And they totaled that bitch out, gave me $3,800. And you just kept the $3,800? I didn't put a nickel into yeah, it. Yeah, my boy. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. Dave and Mahoney. So, guys, we have the tab that Kevin Costner is going to have to pay his ex-wife now that the divorce is starting to get ironed out. Would you like to take a guess as to what it's going to be? A lot of money. More than what most of, most Americans make in a year, I bet. So, she was requesting $248,000, and he countered with, like, $7,000 a month. Of course he Oh, did. come on. <laughs> uh, they ended up landing on $129,000 per month. And that doesn't include, like, the. and she's saying it's for childcare, but, I mean, he's also independently paying for, you know, their school and yeah, all the medical stuff. Yeah, he's not trying to be yeah. like, take all the kids and peace out. Well, right. but you say childcare, and what that means is that you can't take a kid away from a specific lifestyle and then implement them into a $7,000 a month lifestyle. So you, no. that's what that is. It's what not was... like groceries aren't $110,000 a month. Well, no, duh. It's just you don't want to strip them away from one certain aspect of life. Now you're going to learn today, kids. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, he he has come out and said, like, I'm obviously going to make sure the kids are going to be well taken care of. He was contending that she was using this money basically exclusively for herself and saying that she was planning like $100,000 worth of plastic surgery for herself. Well, then that would Whatever. be his rebuttal yeah, and I mean, assumption. He's, he's, he's got a ton of money, and she's now going to have a ton of money, even in divorce. You know, she's going to have. It's still just ludicrous, though. I mean, really? To raise, like, two kids, $125,000 a month? Well, you live just... with them for... That's what the laws are. If you live with them, and then you get half. I mean, I'm abandoning those kids. <laughs> you just start a whole new family? <laughs> that's right. I'm disappearing. Yeah. Uh, I'm, moving, yeah. I'm, I'm, moving, I'm moving to a non-extraditing country. 
Uh, so Mark Zuckerberg has uh, is taking this training thing very seriously. He posted a uh, photo with Israel Adesanya and Alex Volkanovsky, uh, both champs in the UFC. Um, and Mahoney, you pointed this out earlier. Mark Zuckerberg has actually got some abs. I mean, he's looking. Good. Did you see this photo? Of no, was Mark I Zuckerberg? Didn't. Oh, Audrey. Of course, it's in black and white. He looks great. I mean, he's standing next wow. to like two professional and athletes. And he looks like I an think athlete. There's some, obviously some performance enhancing, enhancing stuff going Dude, on there. Dude, I love Mark Zuckerberg just on roids. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's roids, but it's that whatever that billionaire juice is. Uh-huh. That, yeah. uh huh. Jeff Bezos Jeff juice. Bezos yeah, I mean, he hasn't yeah. turned red yet, so we'll yeah. see. We'll see. But, uh, you know, I, if this, uh, I know a lot of people think it's so dumb because it is. I'm here for the Mark Zuckerberg Elon Musk fight. Oh, you would be. Oh, because I, I, I want to see Mark Zuckerberg uh, beat the hell out of Elon Musk. Because yeah. I think he will. Because it's it's like cardio, man. Like say what you want. Elon's got size and everything else. Jujitsu and cardio wins fights. Yeah, I mean, you know, Elon Musk is like, I did Taekwondo. I'm like, bro, I also did Taekwondo. That doesn't help you win fights. Yeah, <laughs> you've, you've, been, been like, you've been drinking and partying uh-huh. and doing all sorts of stuff. You've been going nuts with models for years now. Zuckerberg has got nothing going on. He's been on that on. lizard training uh, uh-huh. whatever routine that he's he's been on. Uh, so the, uh, the new Willy Wonka trailer is out. We both watched it yesterday, and I'm actually kind of here for it uh, because I feel like it's more of a tribute to the Gene Wilder-style character of Willy Wonka as opposed to what Johnny Depp did with it, sure. which I hated. Um, and, but, you know, I was a huge fan of Willy Wonka. Still, to this day, my kids actually still ask to watch the Willy original? Wonka, the original and the Chocolate the Factory. kids got good taste. They sure do. Um, I'll say this. I think the movie looks great as far as the visuals go. Yep. I'm not buying Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka. And somebody pointed this out to me. It's really hard to play eccentric. Like, Timothy Chalamet looks eccentric, but he really doesn't like... His acting isn't super eccentric, and it's really hard to do. So it just it just kind of felt off to me in that regard. But if you think back... I mean, they're, they're playing it towards how the character was originally written in the books. And one of the things I actually learned was the Gene Wilder version of Willy Wonka... There was a lot that was ad-libbed, and there was a lot that Gene Wilder, of course, brought to the role himself. And Roald Dahl, the guy who originally wrote, wrote it, mm-hmm. you know, wrote it, hated his version. Really? But so, what's interesting is that this is not going to be a remake like what Johnny Depp did. This prequel. is this is a prequel to yeah. how like the origin story of Willy Wonka. So which, no child murder in this one. Uh, we don't believe that there's any drowning of children in chocolate rivers that okay. we know of. Okay. I mean, Hugh Grant as an Oompa Loompa. I'm curious. I mean, the, they brought in some some big stars for behind the camera as well. So uh, Paul King, who's the guy that directed Paddington, which is one of those very Dude, rare... Dude, it's like rated perfect. It's per- like perfect rating. Yeah. yeah. He, he's the guy that directed it. So they've got some they've got some good people behind the camera look, on this visually well. looks great. And visually, you're right. Yeah. It's going to be stunning. It's going to be in theaters on December I'll give it a 15. shot. You know, like, yeah. here's the thing. I went and saw Indiana Jones 5. There ain't no way it's going to be worse than Indiana Jones 5. Can't be worse than that. You're right. This is Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. We had a tornado that took the bay window off the back of our house, took the chimney off the top of the house, and took a pine tree out of the front yard and never touched the rest of the house. The bad part was my mother was sitting in her chair not three feet from that window when it disappeared. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Message deleted. Did your mother also disappear? 
No, nah, man. She was she was there. She was, she was all right? Yeah. Okay. All right. She ain't going. Mothers back then, stuff they had to deal with. <laughs> Tornado ain't doing nothing to Dude, them. moms back then. Tough I mean, mother. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I mean, there was something strong about your grandma. Like your Think about your great-grandma. And then you're just your grandma. So, they were just built. They're just tough. built different. So, they're built for tough. My wife's family immigrated. <laughs> like a rock. They literally would, could lift children and climb mountains. So my wife's family, her grandparents immigrated, or great-great-grandparents immigrated from Sweden to Minnesota because you know, they love the cold, apparently. Uh-huh. Uh, and one of the things that my wife always remembers, like, her her dad or her grandfather saying that like you know the, her great grand great grandparents would say it was like life is to be endured, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like oh that is, man that, and is, also, is, that I, was it back then that though. is as cold as the weather in Minnesota brother for real my Jeez. my grandpa told me once that it is a it is a luxury to be happy for real wow. we like you do not deserve man I was happiness ta- yeah, it's life was, liberty and the Pursuit. Pursuit. You do not deserve happiness. It is a luxury. I was talking with somebody about that over the 4th of July because we were sitting around at a campfire and they were talking about just, you know, some of the troubles that we have in the world right now. I'm like, stop that. We, in 2023, do not have the problems that they had 100 years ago when, you know, World War I was ending and then there was- yeah. Oh, then, then the Depression, and then there's World War II right after that. And Korea, Korea yes. and Vietnam. All of the terrible things that they went through in that short of a span of time. Yeah. That is wild. Like, we are soft compared and to that. And what kicked it so off soft. before all of that, you know, the uh, you know the, the Great Depression. Yes. And the Dust Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Spanish man. Spanish like, flu. It sucks now that, like, houses are super expensive. It could Everything's be a lot worse, super though. expensive, but yeah, like. But I need money to afford brunch. Oh, God. <laughs> Your great-grandmother would slap you in the face. She should. Hey, uh, I've got this dilemma going on in my house, and it, it involves doing the laundry. I do the laundry, and my wife always leaves napkins in her pockets. And she tells me to check the pockets before I put it in the laundry. I don't check her pockets. So who's at fault here? Should the wife empty her pockets, or should I empty the pockets before I put the laundry in the laundry machine. Message you're both deleted. At fault. No, you're not both at fault. You, sir, are at fault. If you're doing the laundry, you need to check the pockets, period. Full stop. There's no two ways about it. No, nah. nah, man, I'm not checking pockets. No. What do you mean you're not checking? You don't if check I'm, the pockets I'm before I'm doing laundry, what do you, pockets better be clear. Yep. No, what do you mean? 100%. You check the pockets, be- otherwise you're going to ruin the whole load of laundry. What kind of infant takes off their clothes and doesn't de-pocket their pockets? I mean, you man, think that, I, yes, I, wash, I wash at least one Blistex mm-hmm. a month. Yep. What? Yeah. Okay, well- but I it, stand it, by what I said. I'm not really, taking it back. I just, <laughs> I, I, just I just run a second load. Like that's with the, the Blistex minus it. Oh, minus Blistex because it basically just melts in there. So I just throw it in there and just run another another cycle. Ooh, now my clothes are so moisturized. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So you guys, I have a story that I think you're going to love, Mahoney. And What's that? I think then? that you're going to hate, Audrey. Great. So one third of Americans have what they call sleep divorce. What is sleep no. divorce? You is that where you up. file Don't. papers while you're uh, on Ambien? No, this is where I know it's what it is. <laughs> yeah. This is where you sleep separate, isn't yes. it? Yes, this is so stupid. This oh, is yeah, not stupid. Uh, I, you know, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't hate this. You know, but your wife. I don't think. I think at this point, because like we fine were, with it. We were on vacation about a week ago, 
and we had a hotel room that had two queens. And did you guys each take a queen? Two people on one queen when you got a whole ass other queen over there? Nah, man, we each had a queen. I guess your wife also does pinch you with her toes in your sleep because she thinks that. No, she hits me when I'm snoring. That's what she uh, does. And and you does the pinch toe her with your. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll sleep turn her around on her. Yeah. Uh, so the practice of sleeping separately, also known as sleep divorce, which is kind of a harsh name, you know, couldn't you call it like. Uh, sleep sleep sep- separation. Sleep separation, yeah. We're, we're separated, we're working through it, you know. Uh, they're saying that a third of Americans, more than a third of Americans, say they either occasionally or consistently sleep in another room from their partner, according to the American Academy of Sleep Medicine. And a lot of it has to do with like sleep disruptions, like snoring or stolen covers, even early alarms. See, I feel like, for me, maybe this is just a lot of... See, no, I couldn't do this. I was trying to justify it. I mean, my grandparents have slept in separate beds for, you know, a giant chunk of their of their marriage. And they've been together since they were 16 and they make it work. But they also see each other for a giant part of the day. I can't imagine having a super busy schedule and then you get home. And the only time you get to spend really with your partner is in bed and then you choose to sleep separately when you get close time together. But, you know, you're Ooh. asleep, though. Yeah, is we close? We're not bonding. Like close? No, it's still yeah. close. Can we just like I would go in there, I'll lay in there for like 10 minutes and I'll go to Trying my to ease on out of there yeah, yeah. but see audrey you're you're different than than like us because you're touching i hold my partner's hand while we sleep oh god that's you are you're oh, the worst god. kind of person <laughs> i'm sorry so i wake up to kiss him just just because stop it i would acquiesce to weekends we can sleep together on weekends yeah. like friday saturday why is this a negotiation yeah well, now you're down to one day of the weekend. Which one do you want, Friday or Saturday? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it's interesting because this is actually becoming more and more common with younger people. So only 22% of boomers will sleep separately. And then uh, 28% in Generation Z, or excuse me, in Generation X. But they're saying 43% of millennials are the ones that are leading the way right now when it comes to, uh, millennials, to sleep Millennials, we got to get this together, man. We don't, hey, man, like don't judge other relationships, you know, if... They want to sleep We're in messy. other beds. Millennials are messy. We are messy, messy, messy. Which is why we should separate and sleep separately. Oh my God. It's too messy. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 